This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. Boom, the boys are back, and it is time for a Spotify live show. Well, it's been a very long time, a very long time since we've had any sort of kind of sad boy fall, sad boy uh, season uh, live show. It's been a long time. You know, we had uh, all the Jerome Tang fun live show stuff. We had the entire off season. Uh, It's been a long time. Uh, but we're back because that's what we do on Wednesdays. You know, in the Mean Girls world, on Wednesdays we wear pink. Well, in K-State Twitter and Bosco's Boys world, on Wednesdays we go live at 7 p.m. Um, we're going to put a bow on that disaster that was the Tulane game. I've had my say already. Uh, about uh, what I think is going to happen, what I think we need to do for the Oklahoma game. Uh, But we're going to get the Boneheads point of view. We uh, maybe, if we have time, we are going to ask all of you if you believe in curses when it comes to alternate uniforms. I don't, uh, but seemingly a lot of folks do. Um, So I will let everyone get to go on the record if they want before we do. Get into all the fun. I got to say this. The cold front is rolling through Johnson County as we speak. Just in the last two hours, just in the last two hours, the temperature has dropped 20 degrees. I absolutely love it. So I cracked open a pumpkin batch pumpkin beer from Manhattan Brewing Company. Guys, it's delicious. It has that perfect mix of amber and orange color it is the perfect fall beer so if you get a chance go into manhattan brewing company get a couple pints take a couple four packs to go and for all of you in the kansas area go into your favorite liquor store and tell them tell them to start carrying manhattan brewing company beer all right let's get into it let's put a bow on the disaster that was the two-lane game we're going to start with my guy aaron aaron Tough, tough position to put you in. First guy to have to talk about on the live show. Just put a bow on it. Or for the first time ever, I will let people pass. If you, if you do not want to personally talk about the game, I will let people pass on this question. If you like, it is up to you. Aaron, you're up. Yeah, thanks, Scott. So I'm going to start with a bit of a positive. I think our defense did what we expected. A couple of interceptions, 
did their best to keep us in the game after, again, continually giving Tulane short fields, turnovers on downs, et cetera. So, again, our defense, I think, is going to be there all season. A little bit of a concern with uh, losing Matlack on the D-line, but I still felt like our defense, especially our secondary, really kept us in the game as best they could. With that said, on the other side of the ball, will the real Colin Klein please stand up? We saw the bowl game, you know, coming out, guns a-blazing. We've heard about it in the offseason. Hey, we're you know, holding things back. We're Okay, a lot of chatter. we got to see it on the field. I don't want to hear any more about how practice looks or whatever they're expecting out of the quarterback position. It's more, the one position on the field that, for whatever reason, we can't get it figured out. Colin Klein, Adrian Martinez, I don't know what's going on there, but they've got to step it up against Oklahoma, period, end of discussion. I love it. All right, we'll go out to California. Callie Mike, put a bow on Tulane, or like I said, I'll give you the option to pass. Uh, well, I'm going to go a little bit of a different tact here. Um, not so much about the game, but a little bit about my experience. As you all know, I was uh, – in Pennsylvania last week, had some uh, family stuff going on, so I didn't get to catch the game live. Um, this is the first time in my life that I've been able to shield out all texts or uh, scoreboards or anything, not have any idea what happened, and be able to watch the game later with fresh eyes. Um, and the most disappointing thing, I did have 65 text messages sitting there unread, and so I had a feeling that this wasn't going to be good. And I'm watching this game, and in that fourth quarter, when the time was ticking down, and we basically just shit the bed on fourth down, and then I look at the clock, and I'm like, there's no fucking way we pulled this off. And it was the worst feeling I've ever had, um, at least in recent memory, about a K-State game. Um, and, you know, it just sucks. I, I just uh, – I don't even know what to say. Like, no points in the second half is – atrocious um and it just kind of set up that feeling of like what the hell are we doing here like where did all the optimism go i'm hoping for a big turnaround this next weekend that's all i gotta say well i i gotta say i hope all is okay uh with family stuff if you ever need anything please reach out uh i know myself and all of bonehead nation are as always here for our fellow boneheads uh, so we love you, Callie Mike. We'll go to Nick, the coffee fiend, who is starting his own coffee roasting uh, career. I can't wait to brew that up in the morning. Uh, but do you want to put a bow on anything, Tulane, or I'm giving people the option to pass if you'd like? Honestly, um, I'm going to have to pass because this last weekend was my military drill weekend for the Army Guard, so I was not able to watch it as much as I wanted to, and I am kind of glad I didn't watch it, because otherwise I'd be one angry uh, SOB, so I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it, so pass. That is completely fine. We will go to Coley Dub down in Texas. Coley Dub, uh, put a bow on it, or like I said, I'll give people an option to pass this week. Um. <clears throat> Um, obviously mainly it's just disappointing. Um, the, I still think the defense up to this point is elite and the offense was more of the same, but even slightly worse, but it's OU week. So fuck that. Let's move on. 
Yeah, fuck it. We ride again. We'll go to the good chef, Andre Napier. Uh, you know, chef and uh, Bob Trollsby got a big uh, live show after this. So folks who are listening live, participating live, be sure to check out the Cocaine Willie podcast uh, going live after this. So chef, you can pass or put a bow on that two-lane game. I'm not going to pass, but it's it's kind of, I mean, the drum has been beaten to a million times. The offense was just kind of out of rhythm. I don't think necessarily you can get down to the nitty gritty on the play calling, but it really just comes down to situational football. It's always about situational football. Hold on, baby. You got you got third and fourth down with a yard to go. You kind of have to just get under center and – get that yard and keep the drive moving. But even if we were to get those, where, where's the offense really going to be able to move the ball anymore because of how out of rhythm we were? Maybe, I mean, I'm going to sound like an armchair quarterback here, but, you know, and a Monday morning quarterback that maybe we punt the ball and we pin them deep and help let our defense that's kind of been swarming take over and help us get shorter fields. But I mean, how do you know that? Cause I've been calling for aggressive play calling the entire time. And we go for it on fourth down, maybe four or five times, maybe, I don't even, maybe six and we don't get any of them. So I mean, one of comes, five, one, one of five. five. And we, we, it's just a backfire. You know, when you risk it, you sometimes get the biscuit. Sometimes you don't. And we didn't. We didn't execute. That's what Coach Kleiman says, whether you believe that's coach speak or not. We just didn't have the play calls. We didn't have the execution. And it it was just bad. And we risked it. We didn't get the biscuit. We'll go to Joel, another uh, Johnson County guy. Uh, Joel, first off, I hope you're enjoying the rapid decrease in temperature. Then also either pass or put a bow on Tulane. Yeah, man, I'm loving this and sitting on the porch right now drinking a uh, O'Fallon's vanilla pumpkin beer. Haven't gotten a chance to get my hands on that Manhattan Brewing Company, and I'm sure it's better, but this is pretty good. Hey, all pump. Well, actually, not all pumpkin beer is good beer. I've had some bad ones, but that is a good one. Shout out to O'Fallon's. I think I saw Bob Trollsby had an Atomic. So, Pumpkin Boy Nation, stand up for sure. Um, when it comes to that game, first off, I'd like to say sorry to my family and friends for my behavior that night. I'm sure I wasn't a ton of fun to go out with. Um, but, yeah, incredibly frustrating. I threw water bottles down. I threw my hat down. My dad left. I mean, going four for 20 on third and fourth down is absolutely unacceptable. I mean, we're running a triple option with a tight end pulling for a shovel pass. Like, what in the hell even is that? Some of the ugliest offense I think I've ever seen in my whole life left the stadium completely defeated. I mean, we got our ass whooped on offense, basically. I'm sorry for my language, but easily the most frustrating game I've ever been to. Yeah, it, it was bad. Um, we will go to we'll go to Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis, you can put a bow on it from your perspective or I'm allowing uh, some skips this week. Yeah, I, I can't pass on it. I got to rant a little bit. And I'm not going to say anything you guys haven't seen or heard, uh, but it was a really hard game to describe. It was 
I went through every emotion there was probably disappointing, puzzling. Who the hell are these guys? It was hard to sit through, painful to watch. And on the way home, I was just pissed off. I thought, how could we let this happen? How, how could we lose to Tulane and not just lose to him? It was awful and ugly. Uh, and I'm an optimistic guy, but it was hard this week. It really was. Uh, but there's hope. Um, but I, I just think was thinking, where's the team we've been hearing and talking about? It wasn't there last Saturday. I hope it is this week. Can we make adjustments? We started to at the end of the first half, but then it was the same old stuck-in-the-mud offense for the whole second half. Uh, Martinez was timid, tentative, came up short when we needed a first down. He's ducking out of bounds early or sliding after a seven-yard run when we actually needed eight. Um, Deuce admitted that he was sick last week, and I thought he didn't look right. He just didn't play nearly up to his potential. Uh, and I don't think the line was blocking for him very well either. So maybe they were all sick. I don't know. Um, but then he was out for a quarter getting a Gatorade IV. Uh, said he was on meds all last week and probably wasn't hydrated enough. And he promised it would never happen again. Well, I, I love that promise that Deuce made in the press conference or maybe talking to people afterwards. I saw it on, on video. But that should be the theme for this week for the whole team, the coaches with the calls that were head scratchers, the players who know they didn't play up to the kind of potential they have um, to promise to never do that again and forget it and move on, but maybe not completely remember it long enough to fix it. And that's where we got to be for the OU game. Yeah, I, I also want to throw this out there because as if uh, I, I didn't already throw enough grenades at folks at K-State, um, KT Lev also dealing with some cramping issues. Sound like Nate Matlack before his injury was dealing with some cramping issues. So I don't know if this is a Tremaine Carroll thing. I don't know if it's sports nutrition. I don't know if it's the trainers, but the team was not prepared uh, for the weather for the elements, if you're having that many guys cramping up, uh, I mean, hell, this is Kansas. We, we knew there was going to be a game like that. So I, I think when you have that many key guys dealing with extreme cramps like that, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, some other folks need to, you know, take some tomatoes. I, I've thrown roses before, but I'm throwing a few extra tomatoes today. Um, so that I'll just throw that out there as well. All right, let's go to the linksman. Uh, what do you got for me? You can pass or you can get uh, your uh, final takes on this game out there as well. I'll just echo what everybody else has said. But one of the most frustrating things for me was um, Tulane's first drive in the second half. They go down, moving the football, and then it's fourth and short. And they decide to kick a field goal. And so for a non-Power 5 team on the road at a Power 5 school to kick a field goal in that situation and not go for it, is extremely frustrating because that just shows they weren't scared of our offense and thought that if they just scored one more time, they were winning the game. And so that's just a harsh reality to know that your, you know, other teams do not fear your offense, especially a group of five team with a chance to win on the road that they thought the field goal put them in the best shot instead of go for it or going for it on fourth and short there. And then also going for it super deep in your own territory, uh, to ice the game out. Uh, if they don't pick up that yard, all of a sudden uh, we're right down there, you know, what, inside the 30. Uh, so, so I think uh, they definitely did not fear the offense. So that's a good call out. 
We'll go Bob Trollsby, then Cole, and then we'll wrap up with Zach. Bob, what do you got? We'll get to it in detail on Cocaine Willie after this, but we need the team to listen to Bye 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 this week because everybody needs to get in sync. I, I think it was just a completely pathetic performance on offense, and it's frustrating because I do think that the defense played really well, and the two interceptions were awesome. They played well enough to back them up if the offense was doing anything to get that second score we would have at least tied the game uh with a touchdown second score but meaning second touchdown would have been nice um my hope is that we can swing back from this erase that game have the memory of a goldfish and move on and continue to fight for arlington because i I think you said it earlier today that dream is not lost but it's it's frustrating to see this this black mark uh on our resume for the season so we'll get to it in detail but I'm just very frustrated. I hear you. All right, we'll go to Colorado. Cole and then uh, Zach. Yeah, I mean, not much more that can be said. That hasn't already been said. Um, Definitely, I was sitting there questioning, like, man, why do I even care so much about this? But, of course, you know, Tuesday comes around and I'm back on the train. Um, Just kind of build off what you said, Scott. It just seems like, so many things about this we seemed unprepared even down to our players being prepared for this game and properly hydrated i mean i think there's definitely some staff members probably got to look at themselves in the mirror and take quite a bit of the blame for this one um definitely tough to watch i mean you hope you can move on from this and build some momentum and Maybe a bounce back game this week, but sheesh, that was rough. Can I talk about that cramping issue? I I think it's a little different. I have a different perspective than maybe you guys. You got, I mean, Scott went as far to say Tremaine Carroll maybe has something to do with this. I think that Tremaine Carroll's doing a great job. Not that Scott's saying he's not, but like KT Levison had a guy roll up on him and his leg went like, I thought he popped his Achilles for God's sake, how bad his ankle went straight up in the air. So he's going to cramp and deuce. They gave him like 14 touches in the first two series. The the guy's a workhorse, but he's not freaking Superman in 94 degree weather. There's zero percent. We're going to be able to give him all those touches and not expect him to wear down a little bit in the game. I said it right. I said it to myself, at least that we're we're riding him too hard with the checkdowns. He's catching two passes every freaking series, and he's getting the carries on first and second down. There's no way that they were going to be able to work him. And other than other than those two, I really didn't see anybody else. You said Nate, but, I mean, it's just – it didn't seem like it was that bad. It's just we were just so soft on offense, and we were not aggressive enough in stretching the field, I think. Chef, it's been like 90 degrees for the the last like four months. How are we not ready? No, for I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying Deuce had 18 carries versus Missouri. He had barely he barely played the second half versus South Dakota. We didn't need him, but in this game, we literally gave him almost 10 touches in the first two series before we were out of the first quarter. He's gonna wear down. And he went and got his IVs to kind of get back in there. But you can't ride on him so much, especially when an eight-man box and he has 300-pound guys riding on his back. He's going to cramp up eventually. You can't give him – got to get it to other people. And it, it can't be Cade Warner 
two yards behind the back behind the line of scrimmage to expect us to do anything. And that's I don't think it was necessarily we weren't prepared physically. We just weren't the game plan wasn't right. We came out in that same three wide receiver to the same side and motion the second slot guy in motion for like the first like quarter and a half. It was so predictable. And it's not like what we saw in the LSU game. I think somebody mentioned that. That's not what we we came to see. We we expected more. And that was so predictable. I don't know if it was what we feared that it was a trap game and we weren't prepared for them. We were preparing for Oklahoma for I hope to God that wasn't it, but we just were not prepared. I don't think the cramping really dampened anything. Andrew Line Gang rotated in, but Deuce, you can't expect him to carry the entire team and have a successful season. If we're if we're gonna do that, we're not gonna have it, we're not gonna win another game. All right. Uh Zach, Zach, what, what do you have to say before we move on to Keys to B? Um, I mean, everything else has pretty much been touched on. I want to get on like a mini soapbox and say, I know a lot of people don't like to hear this and I'm wrong sometimes. Okay. I've been wrong on Twitter a lot recently, but when it comes to this kind of stuff, I feel like a lot of times I kind of have a pulse on it. I think that Tulane is way better than we're giving them credit for. We should beat them. We should beat them. However, I don't think the coaches anticipated that team at all. Um, they, I mean, Coach Kleiman got brutally outcoached. But I do think that we underestimated mm-hmm. the talent Tulane has. I think they might win eight or nine games. I think people need to chill out a little bit. That's just all I got to say. All right, let's get into keys to be. Let's start moving forward to figure out what we need to do to get that third win in five appearances down in Norman or no this would be a four and six this would be our fourth in six appearances if we can pull it off so let's get that key to V let's start up at the top with Callie Mike Callie Mike what is your key to V to pull off the upset down in Norman uh well I think it's just going to be getting the offense rolling I hate to be so vanilla on that but um you know, I think basically they just needed to go back to the drawing table this week and stick to fundamentals of what the strengths of our team uh, are and basically dial in the offensive scheme for Oklahoma. Um, You know, if we cannot get to the basics of running an offense, which we didn't do last week, then we're not going to win, plain and simple. All right, we'll go next to Joel. Joel, what is your first or what is your key to be? Yeah, for me, I think it's uh, be less. Uh, uh, shoot, what is the word I'm looking for? Don't be so obvious with the play calling. I think less you could predictable. Go, I, I, yeah, predictable. I don't know why that was so hard for me. Um, I haven't rewatched the game, but I bet you I could go back and I would say 90% of our drives went just like this first down, run the ball, second down run the ball or dump it off for two yards, third down, shotgun, run the ball. That's what we did the whole game. And I think, I mean, it's easy to figure out. So just be less predictable. All right, we'll go to the linksman. What do you got for me? What is your key to be? Be multidimensional on offense. Um, no team's going to respect our offense or 
we're not going to be hard to stop if the only person on our team that, you know, seems to be effective is 22 and to chef's point, you know, running him 30 times a game. Um, it's just not, you know, he's not going to be sustainable. So just being multidimensional and giving teams something else to have to defend. All right. We'll go to Colorado Cole and then we'll go back to Zach. Colorado Cole, what is your key to be? My key to be here. Uh, I think you just got to make this moment as big as you possibly can. I mean, don't shy away from making this a huge game for this team. Could be the last time we ever play you. Probably the last time we ever play in Norman on Big Boy Fox prime time. Let's not shy away from that. Let's embrace that big moment. Get We got a chance to go in there and shock the world. Beat number six OU. Let the boys run around wild. Um, and let's just have a good time. I like it. We'll go Zach, then Bob Trollsby. Um, I I really don't think that we have a very good offense. I don't think the ceiling's very high, so I think you gotta you're gonna have to just suffocate OU, and you're gonna have to probably score. I don't know if you have to score on defense or special teams, but you're gonna want to hold them below 14. I think. Ooh. That's a that's a pretty bleak outlook from Zach, but that's all right. That's what this show's all about. We'll go Bob Trollsby, then Ema uh, Elvis. I think if the offense even plays to like 75% of what their potential is, then we'll be in it competitively. And if we play to our potential, then we'll win the damn thing and beat them handily. But I don't think we've even seen the offense play to even 10 to 25% of their potential with the exception of Deuce Vaughn. So I would like to see our offense to play to at least 75 to hundred percent of their potential um, because that's what it's going to take to even stay competitive in this thing. So we just, we just have to figure our shit out. All right. We'll go Ema Elvis, then Aaron. Okay. I think uh, we just have to let it fly, take risk, know that you have to go big or go home a big loser and play backyard football. These guys should be having fun out there and just let it rip. I like it. All right, we'll go Aaron, then Chef. Yeah, I'm going to keep it pretty simple this week. I think up front on the offensive line, we need to get back to basics, blocking the guy in front of us. So I look for our offensive line. That's our key. All right, we'll go Chef, then Cole. The key is to make Dylan Gabriel human. We can't allow him to think that he is one of these elite quarterbacks that OU has had in the past, God, for God, a decade close to now. We can't let him think that he's Jalen Hurts because if, we, if we're able to get a pass rush with that three-man line and be in his, up his ass a little bit and get some pressure on him, make him human, Make him make a mistake because I don't think he's made a mistake all season. Kent State was the best one that's done that so far for that first half. If we can make him human again, we'll be in this game because Adrian Martinez, I've got it on good authority, is going to uh, complete 180 on his philosophy this week. We got Chef who's out here with sources, guys, like – I don't know what, what happened to the good chef over the last six months, but this guy has sources now. Uh, this isn't even a joke. Chef, chef, is, chef, chef slid my DMs a couple of weeks ago, 
he he knows some stuff. So I I like hearing that. All right, we'll go Coley Dub and then uh, the Coffee Fiend. Uh, my main thing is just all around offense, defense, play calling. Just don't be hesitant. I feel like everyone's just thinking way too much about what they're supposed to do. Um, defense just keep up, you know, going for that INT, going for that sack, going for that strip, get some more turnovers, and just offense, just don't be hesitant. Just play and play the way that you know how to. All right, and then we'll end with the coffee fiend himself starting his own little coffee roasting business. Watch out. This guy's going places. Nick, what is your key to be? Spread the ball. Um, kind of what Chef said earlier, we got to uh, kind of get that ball. Obviously, to Deuce because he's our playmaker, but we also got to spread the wealth and get him staying healthy so he can be able to be our playmaker that he is. And then uh, just have Adrian just let it loose, like everybody said, just let it loose. Hey, I, I'm not even worried about you know letting it loose. Chef has uh, the good 180. Uh, you know, maybe I need to start, uh, you know, the, the final question instead of doing, you know, back to the old kind of closer question, just be like, all right, does anyone have some inside stuff they want to share with the class and the thousands and thousands of listeners who will listen on Friday? Uh, so, Chef, be prepared. There's going to be a lot of folks trying to slide in your DM Friday morning. All right, let's go to pick to click. Pick to click. So you guys can either have your prediction for – uh, MVP, or it can be like, all right, this guy, we're going to walk away from the game saying, hey, he had a good game. So a large spectrum for all this. We're going to go to the insider himself, Chef. Chef, who's your pick to click? My pick to click is Adrian Martinez. We're going to see a little bit of the flash that he had last year in Norman. He had to force the ball downfield on multiple occasions where, I mean, the OU player made an incredible interception towards the end of the game when they're down, I think they were down eight on fourth down. He made a crazy play, but Adrian Martinez is going to be aggressive, pushing the pocket. He's going to throw the ball downfield. That's my pick to click. Adrian Martinez hasn't had a turnover this season. If, if we're three and O and we put 40 up on Tulane and it was deuce or whatever. And Adrian Martinez is playing this game. He's 150 yards for a tutty, no interceptions. We are praising God that Adrian Martinez is doing this. Let's let's have a, a nice, safe game, but he pushes the ball down the field like we know he can. Pick the click, God damn it. There, there we go. We're going to go to Bob Trollsby next again. Remember, to everyone listening live, those two plus some other guests will be having their own Spotify live show at the, I think, uh, is it 8.15 in the central time zone? It'll be 8.10 Central Time Zone. 8.10 Central Time Zone. For, so for everyone who is listening live, check them out. And then anyone listening on the RSS feed, go find Cocaine Willie, where all podcasts are sold. Uh, Bob, what, who is going to be your P to C? Well, Chef stole the words right out of my mouth with Adrian Martinez, but I'm going to go with Malik Knowles because we're going to need big playability from Martinez. And and how do you get big playability? You've got to have the guys around him to complement that. So I'm going to go with Malik Knowles to have a couple of big wide receiving uh, plays with some big yardage. Nice. Okay, we're going to go to Coley Dub and then Zach. Coley Dub, your favorite. Uh, what is your pick to six or pick <laughs> to click? <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I know, 
I know. I, I, I opened up a second. I opened up a second. Uh, you know, uh, pumpkin batch from Manhattan Brewing Company because it tastes so good. And here I am forgetting my own uh, script. Um, my pick to click is actually going to be Andrew Lingang. I think he is going to see significant minutes. Um, I don't know anything, but I just feel like he's just someone we need to start inserting on the offensive line on a regular basis. Um, and I think he's going to come in and have a good game and dominate. I, I would like it. I, I think the kid has a uh, big time potential. So we'll go Zach and then we will go Colorado Cole. Zach, what do you got for me? Um, I watched a little bit of Oklahoma Kent State highlights. I mean, of course, it's just highlights, not the entire game. Looked like Kent State was able to wreak a little bit of havoc on defense, and I think they're supposed to be horrible. Um, I think that I'll pick Felix. I think that's just the easy one. I think he's going to have multiple sacks. I'll I'll sign up for a multi-sack game from the King Felix. I'm all about it. Um, all right, so we'll go Colorado Cole, then Joel, Colorado Cole. Who is your P to C? Uh, my P to C, I'm going to go with Cade Warner. Um, I think he showed that he has the ability to make some big plays, uh, make a couple guys miss, uh, and just have some good hands. He had that one, one-handed one catch that was impressive. I think if Adrian Martinez has a good game um, – you know, he's going to be spreading that ball around, and I think, uh, you know, he's got a little connection going there with Cade. So, PDC, Cade Warner. All right, we will go to Joel, then we're going to go Callie Mike. Yeah, pick to click for sure is going to be Van Malone in that D-back room. I think they're going to try to make a point. Dylan Gabriel's going to try to prove that he is him, which he is 100% not. So, we're going to have to have a big game from uh, the D-back room. All right, Callie Mike, then we'll go Ema Elvis. Pick-to-click this week is Kobe Savage. He's going to have multiple interception game, and that's what's going to get us uh, to the win. All right, getting a little preview of what Callie Mike has uh, for his game prediction. We'll go Ema Elvis, then uh, Aaron. You know, I was going to say Martinez, and I picked him last week. It's, it's just too obvious that he has to have a good game for us to be in it. Uh, so I'm going to go with the defense, the whole defense, and just make Dylan Gabriel sweat and even pee his pants. Man, sign me up for uh, Dylan Gabriel to pee his pants. Like, yes, please. I I am all about that. All right, uh, we will go – Aaron, then we'll wrap this one up with the coffee fiend himself. Nick, Aaron, what do you got? Yeah, my pick to click is going to be Daniel Green. I think after a little bit of a slow start to the season, we've really seen him come on over the last couple of games. Um, Talked a lot about affecting Dylan Gabriel. So I look for Daniel Green to lay the lumber. Um, Definitely going to affect the game and and get a couple of big hits on Dylan Gabriel. So Daniel Green, uh, pick to click. I love it, and hey, maybe uh, maybe he's gonna house one of those uh, picks. I, I was I really desperately wanted to see him rumble into the end zone after that pick uh, late in the second quarter this past week. Uh, Coffee fiend, my guy Nick, uh, is it really a popcorn maker? What you're gonna use to roast your coffee? Is that legit? Yes, it is legit. The uh, hold on, 
Orville, was it the, how do you say it? Orville Redenbacher's popcorn maker. Yep. Balling. I am balling on a budget here. So 30 bucks off of Amazon. You know, I don't have millions and millions invested into this company yet. So I got to make it out of my uh, coffee lab in the back room of my house. Well, I'm interested to see how that turns out. So you'll have to keep all the Twitter posted. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of research, a.k.a. YouTube, and it can be done. You know, small businesses, you got to start somewhere. I, I love it, man. Uh, do you have a pick to click? Is, is, there, a, uh, is there a guy who's going to play well enough to get one of your small batch coffee roasts named after him? <laughs> So I'm still – I'm an offer for Cade Warner. So one of these days, he's just going to ball out for me. But until that until that day happens. Cade didn't have a bad game yeah, last week. He didn't so. have a bad game last week. Cade got a game ball. He was the only offensive yeah, I mean, player who got a game ball. If there was a player that they were going to click on to see who scored for K-State, it was going to be Cade Warner. So I'd say that's a dub. That is a dub then. Hence why I got I didn't see very much of the game. So, well, I think Kate. Uh, you know what? Cage is going to do it again this week. He's going to have a bigger, even bigger game against OU. We we got we got two for Cade Warner. I absolutely love it. Um, wait, uh, Cleet, did I get yours? I didn't. Did I? Nope. I caught it before I moved on. There we go. I, I'm proud of myself. If I miss anyone else, put it in the chat. I, I was trying to go in this weird order, which I eventually I'm going to learn my lesson on these live shows and just be like, all right, don't try to get fancy with it. Just do do what you know works. But here we are again. So anyone I missed, uh, put in the chat. But uh, the Linksman, what do you got for me? Who's going to be your pick to click? I'll go Phillip Brooks. If this game's truly going to be a bounce back game and if we're going to you know, somehow walk out of Norman with a win. Um, passing game is going to get going. And so people have said Malik, people have said Cade. So I'll say Phillip Brooks and one of them will get it done. Might need all three. We might need all three. All right. Uh, so those, we, we've heard the keys to be, we've heard the P's to C. So let's get our score predictions out there. Uh, I did, uh, you know, I did predict us to lose, but I don't think I've ever predicted us to beat Oklahoma. So that's not really saying anything. Let's kick it off with a guy who I know is going to pick us to lose. That is Zach. Zach, give me your score prediction. Um, you're unfortunately correct. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick a, a close one. I mean, I, I feel like I've been – I've sounded very negative, and I'm not trying to be um, – I just think that I've watched what I've watched of OU. Their defense looks great. Um, I think they're going to wreak some havoc. I think it's just going to be a super low scoring game. I'm going to go OU like 20. Let's just pick a weird number. 23 to 20. I mean, that's, that's closer than I thought you'd have it. I'm going to say this, that here's uh here's a hot take. And I, I said it on Twitter and I think some folks thought I was kidding. I'm not kidding. I think all three teams K-State has played, Tulane, Missouri, and South Dakota, I think all three of those schools would have a 3-0 and record against Oklahoma's schedule. 
Um, just throwing that out there. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Their, their defense has looked very good, though. All right, we will go Aaron and then Coley Dub. Aaron, what is your score prediction? Yeah, so I'm going to stick with my optimistic approach. I think we're going to get the job done 31-30. to 30. I think it's a close game. Again, our defense is going to do enough, but I really think our offense will get on track. So I think we're going to win 31-30. to 30. Again, we've seen this a little bit of a trend with Kleiman. The group of five teams give us some trouble. Oklahoma, not as much. I know it's Brent Venables. He's not going to look past us. But, again, this is an Oklahoma team. They didn't score a touchdown until late second quarter at home against Kent State. We all know about Nebraska and what's going on up there. So, again, what's OU really done? We've played a much more difficult schedule. I look for us to have a difficult, tough week of practice, rightfully so, and get the job done on Saturday, 31-30. to I will probably have a stroke or heart attack if we win a one-point game uh, there in Norman. And uh, the Oklahoma fans probably will not call the paramedics from the stadium. So if there is no episode on Monday, it's because I died. Uh, Cole, Coley Dub, what do you got for me? Um, I hope this, this score wouldn't kill you as much as a one-point game. But how about 26-24, Cats? Hey, any win, I'm going to have a lot of fun. Let's go back to Colorado, Cole. Colorado, Cole, uh, did I get your pick uh, uh, Pick to click? You're saying uh, you don't know if I called. Your app was glitching. I can't remember. Colorado, Cole? Maybe. Is it still glitching? Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, his, we'll mute, come. his mute button is twerking right now. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, I'm hearing something, or is it Coley, is it Coley Dub who hasn't uh, muted himself? Oh, shit, my uh, bad, guys. No, you're, you're good. You're good. We'll, uh, we'll hold that spot open to see if Colorado Cole can get back up. If not, we will fill his place here momentarily. We'll go to the coffee fiend, Nick, small business owner, Nick. What is uh, your pr- score prediction? Bah. Let's go 28-24 Cats. 28-24 Cats. I like it. We'll go Cali Mike. Uh, all right. Well, so if you look at um, you know Oklahoma's schedule, their defense, in just in terms of the opposing team's scoring, has been, you know, fairly similar to our record. And I agree with you that, you know, who we played is a much tougher schedule than they have. Um, So I do, I agree that it is going to be a low scoring affair, but as I already hinted, we are going to come out on top. Uh, I see this game coming down to a 21-17 Cats win. 21-17. 21-17. I'll take anything that has us winning. We'll go to Joel next. Yeah, so the past two times that we won, I said we were going to lose, and last year I said we were going to win, and we lost. So I'm kind of at a toss-up right now. I think we're either going to get blown out by, like, 30, or we're going to win, like, 31-24. All right, I like it. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll allow I, – I, I'm, I, I've gone soft on you guys. I won't make you – Really choose one or the other. We'll go Linksman, and then we'll go Colorado Cole. Linksman, what do you got for me? 
I like everyone picking us to win. I just can't get there. I'm going to go 28-17 Sooners. Cats cover, though, in that situation, so moral victory. We'll go back to Colorado. We'll try this again. Cole, what do you got for me? All right. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yeah. All right. So I feel like it's a tough one, um, but I'm going 28-21. Kansas State Wildcats win. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, uh, did I get your pick to click? I didn't want to short you. No, you're good. I, that's what I, w- I was talking for like 30 seconds earlier before I realized you couldn't hear me, but I had Cade Warner, so we're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, we're good. All right, we'll go uh, Chef, Ema, Elvis, and Bob Trollsby. All together, all three of us at the same time. Let's go. Um, I'll go first, and I'll say that we win 27-26. Chris Tennant from the right hash, 37-yard line, drills one, low liner nearly misses the fingertip of an OU player to win the game last seconds. Boom. Uh, how is Oklahoma getting to 26? Are they missing some extra points? We, Lots of we uh, block, field goals. We block an extra point. Echo Boydo comes off the right side, blocks, blocks an extra point. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. We'll go Ema Elvis and then Bob Trollsby. Cats will score three times as much as they did last week. And uh, maybe with a little help from special teams or the defense scoring. Uh, so I've got the Caps 31 to 24. I don't think I, – I think I would sign up for 31 points every single game from here on out with our defense. Uh, so I like that. We'll go to Bob Trollsby. Bob, what do you got? Sooners 24, Cats 27. The game hits the under. 51 points <laughs> i don't care about anything if we if, if we get that win i love it all right we'll go oddly specific predictions and then we will uh if there's anyone who wants to come up and do rapid fire after this we will do that we're going to start with bob in case he needs to get off and prep for his own live show bob trollsby give me your oddly specific prediction the cats will have 420 yards if the Cats have more than 400 total yards and if they hold the Sooners to under 300 total yards, we'll win the game because every time we hold a team to under 300 yards so far this season, we are 2-0. Okay, so 420 to 299. Is that the total yardage yeah. we're going to go with? Yeah, then? sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> okay, we'll go uh, Chef Andre Napier in case he needs to hop off and get ready for his own live show. Chef, what do you got for your oddly specific prediction? I wish it was football related, but we have one Sooner wagon flipped. <laughs> oh man, they're gonna they're gonna arrest me for laughing at that if that happens. Uh, I like it. Uh, we'll go, Ema Elvis. What do you got for me? I'm gonna give you two for the price of one. That's uh, why you're my man on defense. Felix King Felix gets three and a half sacks. And Deuce Vaughn has both a run and a catch, each for 40 yards plus. I mean, those would be massive for some of these guys uh, on the uh, national spotlight, so I, I like that one. Uh, we'll go uh, Callie Mike, then Joel. 
All right, I have one that's uh, kind of non-football as well, but the Fox Broadcasting Group is going to spy some purple underwear sticking out of Brent Venable's pants and make a story out of it. That I mean, that would be hilarious. We'll go uh, Joel then the Lynxman. Yeah, mine's uh, oddly specific. Um, I think some K-State fan, I'm not going to say who, but their name might rhyme with Top My Darling. Um, sneaks into the, wherever the statues are and puts a K-State sweater up on that thing for everybody to see before it's unveiled. Uh, if I was maybe 10 years younger, uh, I, I, I would try to find that K-State fan and join him. Um, I always had all these grand ideas of some uh, petty, uh, you know, petty, not arson, uh, vandalism, some petty theft. Uh, before some K-State rivalry games, and I, I never never went through with it, but uh, that sure would be funny. Um, we'll go to the Lynxman, then Colorado Cole. I think we try to pull a trick from last year, and there will be a surprise onside kick at some point during the game. Oh, I like that. And I and Zentner's a creative guy. I, I would love for him to get another shot at it. We'll go Colorado Cole, then Zach. All right, so... I'm predicting that Brent Venables will get some type of unsportsmanlike sideline penalty of some kind for like just having an absolute meltdown on the sideline, and he's going to get a flag thrown on him. Um, and then I'm predicting that in the post-game press conference, Brent Venables makes some type of negative comment about our team playing dirty or something along those lines uh, and just gets embarrassed by the media. Yeah. Sign me up for that. Uh, Zach, then Aaron. Thirteen forty-two left in the second quarter. Monty Putnam tries to streak and gets a run. <laughs> oh man. That made me laugh. All right. Aaron, then Cole, Coley dub, Aaron, then Coley dub. Yeah, so I'm going to build on Cole's point, and then I'll have my own. The reason for the Brent Venables penalty is Daniel Green absolutely unloading on Dylan Gabriel right along the OU sideline, shades of the Mississippi State game. That's going to be the reason that Brent Venables gets a a penalty. But my real specific prediction is Colin Klein comes out with the jumbo plus formation, Adrian Martinez under center, no wide receivers on the field, and we just matriculate the ball down the field the entire first drive of the game. That's my specific prediction. I'll take it. Coley Dub and then Nick, and then we'll go rapid fire. Um, my obvious specific prediction is that big Anthony Frias gets his first touches this season. I'm assuming that would be his first touches, I believe. Uh, he had, and he picks he had up one a- touch versus Missouri, and that was a fun ball. Oh, shit, that's right. I forgot. Um, so well, second, second his, touch of the he's season. He's going to get his second and third touches in this game. He's going to have a big couple, uh, a big third down and fourth down conversion. Whoa, okay, okay. All right, uh, the Coffee Fiend, Nick, and then we'll go rapid fire with uh, Chris. Actually, Chris in Utah, I know you're trying to get up here. Uh, request, and I'll get you back up here to go re- rapid fire. Anyone else who wants to rapid fire, request, and we'll end that way. But we'll go Nick, and then we'll do our rapid fire with uh Chris K. Truly apologize, but what was the question I've been dealing with the dog? No, you're fine. I, we love our bonehead dads. Just an oddly specific prediction. 
outside of the score uh, for the game? Um, oddly, prediction: the Boomer Sooner wagon is going to fall over. I love it. I will take it. All right. Uh, I know Chris in Utah was trying to get up there. If anyone else wants to, uh, just request, and I'll go rapid fire. But we're going to go with our guy Chris. Chris, rapid fire. Any final words for, about the Tulane game? Uh, let's just move past it. I love it. All right. Uh, key to V. Key to V. Um, I want to steal it from the boneheads here show earlier. Uh, yeah, I think we got to withstand the first quarter onslaught. If we can uh, limit them to uh, no touchdowns or just one, that would be great. So just hang in the uh, hang in the first quarter. All right. Who is your pick to click? Pick to click. I will go with Malik. I think. It's time. It's time for him. Um, he's going to have a nice uh, – he's going to have a, eventually one good return, and he's going to have a, a deep pass. Oh, all right, all right. Two big plays. Um, what is your score prediction? My score prediction is K-State 27, OU 24. Ooh, all right, some more uh, some more uh, heart attack scores for me inside the stadium. I love it. And then uh, oddly specific prediction. Yeah, I kind of copied off Aaron. Um, I think Daniel Green will have a massive hit on Dylan Gabriel. He will get uh, ejected. It'll be controversial. Like people, people will be wondering whether or not he should be ejected or not. But he will get ejected. Home home refs. Um, but the defense rallies in his honor, and they roll, and then they'll get like a they'll get like an interception, maybe even a pick six. Kobe Savage, maybe he's going to take one to the house. And then, hey, uh, and then you know what? We might get a we might get a celebration penalty. We might be going wild, and they get they do something dumb in the end zone, and they get a penalty. But they're going to be vibing. That would be worth it, for my opinion. So I, they can get a celebration penalty. For Actually, that. let me go to the, the pick the click. I'm going to go Austin Moore, Kansas boy. He's going to light it up, baby. He's going to he's going to bring the defense in after Daniel Green gets ejected. He's going to rally the troops. There you go, Chef. You went unmuted. What did you have to say? I was wondering. I heard somebody say that Brent Venables is going to get a penalty on the sideline for a Daniel Green murder. Is 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 he going straight Woody Hayes like punching Daniel Green in the neck or what are we what are we picturing here? Oh God! He, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't want it. He doesn't want any part of Daniel Green. Brent, Brent Venables. Brent Venable, come on now, come on now. <laughs> Brent Venables doesn't have that in him. He doesn't want any part of Daniel Green. Can I add to my oddly specific? Uh, I don't think Daniel Green would do this, but he gets ejected and then uh, the camera zooms in on him shortly after he gets ejected and he gives double birds to the. <laughs> Oh, you fans. <laughs> I got one more uh, specific whenever. I'll be double birding them. Uh, Coley Dub, we'll, we'll get yours, and then we'll go rapid fire with Mark. Uh, my other oddly specific is that uh, Cooper Beebe is going to pull on a run play and absolutely run over Jaron Kanak or whatever his name is. Hey, all right. You know, I'm fine with that. Uh, he uh, he had a pretty uh, good game uh, versus Nebraska. I think he led them in tackles, or maybe that was the – Kent State game. I don't know, but he, he's he's been pretty good for him. All right, we'll go rapid fire with Mark and then rapid fire with the rodeo cat himself. Mark, anything you want to say about the Tulane game? Uh, we're on to Oklahoma. 
There we go. On to Oklahoma. Okay. Who, what, well, you had your key to V uh, featured on uh, Bosco's voice. Do you want to repeat it or do you want to get a second one out there? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll repeat it. It was, it was, you got to weather the storm early. Uh, crowd's definitely going to be into it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Venables kind of tries to get him up for it even more, you know, with the alma mater and everything like that. So you got to, I say, keep it within probably a score in the first quarter. If we could come out of the first quarter with the lead, I think it's huge. Um, I just, it's, it's the cliche or maybe it's not cliche, but you're going to hear it a thousand times. This team probably isn't built to come back like we have been in the past. So just don't dig that hole. All right. Who is going to be your uh, pick to click? I must say uh, instead of Austin Moore, it's actually going to be Desmond Purnell. Um, got talked up quite a bit by the coaches this week. He's shown some flashes, um, but he's going to do it with Daniel Green still beside him because while Green's going to lay the lumber, he's, he's not getting a targeting this week. All righty. What is going to be your score prediction? Uh, put it in the chat already, 27-24 Cats. Whew, yeah, heart attack express. All right, and then what is your oddly specific prediction? Uh, Martinez goes for 250 passing. Deuce adds another 100 rushing. Um, I'm sure we'll fizzle out a couple of times on, on cemented drives, and that's that's why we don't get to that 30 mark. Well, there we go. All right, unless anyone else wants to hop up here and do a uh, rapid fire uh, of all the question. Rodeo Cat showed up and then he left. Uh, so it is what it is. Uh, Justin, you suck. Um, all right. Uh, that's all we have then, unless someone pops up here. Um, so for all the boneheads who participated, everyone who is listening, for Chauncey Bosco, the Wonder Pup, and for every single great American who hates the Oklahoma Sooners, we love you guys and go Cats. Meet me at the Cat Head. Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit, wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater from sea to sea, onward
Podcast Network.